Hello world and we're back at it. Things have been quite busy lately as you guys know man it's <laughs> life really doesn't stop man so let's go ahead and get into this story today uh revolving around france and some crazy protests that have been going on in the streets there i mean yeah sure i know a lot of you are like france always has protests going on is literally the one thing they do but no seriously this this one actually has long um this one has long-term implications for not only france but the world and how their government decides to handle this so let's get into it welcome back to another episode of the dragon horse podcast my name is cameron bivens the dragon horse himself and your lovely host this article is brought to you by rooters.com and the title of this article reads trade unions call for more strikes over macron's pension reform this article is also brought to us by Anthony Paone. So thank you for that, Anthony Paone. Let's go ahead and continue forward. So for a lot of people that don't know, there are huge pension obligations in um, a lot of the countries in Europe where they have... Uh, how do I put this politely? There's a lot of countries in Europe that happen to be countries for older people, okay, senior citizens. And their huge pension obligations, right? What they, the money they receive for retirement and whatnot, cannot be matched because there's a lot of younger people that are not working as much, making as much, and not paying as much taxes. So this has become an increasing problem, not only for France but for Europe as a whole. Um, it's also a problem in the states and other countries, but Europe just seems to be leading the charge on this. All right, so let's get into the article. More than a million people marched through French cities on Thursday to denounce President Emmanuel Macron's plans to raise the retirement age with a wave of national strikes, halting trains, blocking refineries, and curbing power generation. Okay, yeah. So basically, Macron said, okay, we have a pension problem. Uh, there's too many people taking out pensions, you know, um, <laughs> and a lot of money in retirement. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to raise the retirement age. And people just started protesting. They said, no, you can't do that because obviously a lot of people might be close to retirement or otherwise. And they feel like it's not fair that they have to work more years than other people that are getting more in retirement than they are despite, you know, not having to work as much. Right. So that's pretty much what's going on um, with that. Buoyed by their success, the country's leading trade unions called for a second day of strikes on January 31st in a bid to force Macron and his government to back down on a pension reform plan that would see most people work an extra two years to age 64. Now, the government finds itself with its back to the wall, the union said in a joint statement. Everyone knows that raising the retirement age only benefits employers and the wealthy. The protests are a major test for... Uh, Francis President Macron, who said on Thursday that his pension overhaul was just and responsible, which some may see it as that. I mean, he does have a point and necessary to help keep government finances on a sound footing. Opinion polls show most French oppose the measure. And as I uh, let you guys know before, as I told you before, a lot of people are going to oppose this measure because simply a lot of people want their money um, sooner rather than later regarding retirement and the amounts 
you know, that they're being taxed and the amounts of money they're making, a lot of people are kind of seeing a downward slope where it's like, hey, everything is getting more expensive, but we're not making as much money. Uh, and now you guys want to push the retirement age up? There's no way. This, you know, life is becoming unaffordable. And the idea that you may not even be able to make it to retirement or when you do make it to retirement, life is even more um, unaffordable for most people is enough to make them go out in the street and protest. And that's pretty much what we're seeing here in France, man. Uh, the article continues to go on and say that some 1.1 million protesters took to the streets in scores of protests across France. Uh, more than during a first wave of street protests when Macron first tried to pass the reform in 2019. So Macron has tried to pass this multiple times. And, um, you know, he's had to be like, okay, we're not going to pass it. Or in other words, as the article says, he shelved that attempt when the COVID pandemic erupted. So, you know, this is very, uh, this is a very difficult situation. As I said at the beginning of this pod episode, um, you know, this is a very difficult situation because a lot of people, um, despite it being possibly the right measure in in a lot of regards we can argue that it is the right measure right huge pension obligations and we got to crack down on that we got to get rid of that i mean italy has the same problem a lot of countries have the same problem but at the same time for the people that want to retire for the people that want to go ahead and get their money um they don't care about the government's pension obligations they feel like listen i've paid taxes all my life i've worked I should be able to get what was owed, okay? And that's pretty much where we're at. Um, as always, I will include the link to this article at the bottom of the caption, at the bottom of the description. Um, so, you know, if you guys want to go through and read through it, man, feel free. It's there. You guys can click on it, copy it, whatever you need to do, all right? And uh, this is pretty much what is going on with this. Now, at the beginning of this pod episode, I said this does have worldwide implications. And I think a lot of governments will be paying attention to how this is handled because uh, just to name a few, I mean, the U.S. has huge pension obligations. Many know about that. Um, the U.S. also has the U.S. is kind of a different case because they can always just raise the debt ceiling and print more money and do things of that nature to quell that. Right. Whereas uh, in other countries such as Italy, because of the European Union's rules, that's not so possible because of France's uh, place in the European Union, and the rules, that's not so possible. Another country that's really going through this is Spain. Um, and, and I know you guys are like, well, what's the point? Why do we need to know this? This has worldwide financial implications. And what we're dealing with is since everything is so connected now, just like COVID, when one country got sick with COVID, a bunch of them got sick. Well, if one country goes bankrupt and can't afford to pay their bills, a lot of other countries could also follow suit or there could be problems where certain prices get raised, such as inflation, which we experience because countries can't pay their bills because things have become more expensive. So that's ultimately what this means for the average person is things could get a lot more expensive. And we're not just talking about two or three more dollars on, you know, your average grocery bill. No, we're talking about somewhere to the tune of two to three hundred or even taxes to meet these obligations. Right. Instead of you just paying, oh, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 percent in taxes. Let's say you pay about 70, 80 percent in taxes. It's not even really a paycheck. There's no way to live. So I think a lot of countries will be watching this situation very closely. And um, I will as well, as you guys know what I do on this pod, man. This is the type of stuff I look out for. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. As always, stay safe, happy, and healthy. Stay rested, man. And uh, stay hungry for 
success. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Love y'all. Peace.